At $200, a Super Nintendo setup costs twice as much as the old system. For the money, the company promises better pictures, sound, and adventure. Now you're playing with power, superpower. You're the king, I tell you! You're king! Only for Super NES. Listening to the SNES podcast with your host, Soul Blazer. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Super NES podcast episode number 195. Uh, I am Greg. He is Joe. Hello. As always, we are your faithful co hosts. Uh, coming to you this time um, with some games to follow up to follow up a game to follow up a game that we recently covered on the podcast. Uh, recently, I don't have the episode number off the top of my head, sorry. Uh, that podcaster. It was recent. Uh, we covered the Magical Quest star Mickey Mouse, which is one of the great Capcom Disney games that they did. Uh, it's episode 189. 189, yes. Thank you. So, um, <laughs> so we decided in this episode to cover to cover the two sequels uh, to that game. Um, and because those games are so similar to the first game, we decided just to put both games uh, the, the as one episode. Um, because the games are mostly the same, but there are some differences between them, which we're kind of, you know, you know, which I imagine we'll be spending most of our time here focusing on. So, um, anyway, so, um, so, so, uh, so a couple of notes, uh, so a couple of notes to get started here. First of all, for those of you who did not listen to the, uh, Magic Quest or Mickey Mouse episode, or just need to, um, or just need a quick, a quick refresher, uh, the game's your typical, the, the, the game's your typical side-scrolling action platformer game, uh, which was developed by Capcom, which was one definitely, Capcom had the license to produce Disney games in those time periods. They did a lot of, like, great games. Almost, uh, almost all, almost all the Capcom Disney games are great. Yeah. Um, you know, with very few exceptions, but, um, so you, so, like, so you play that game as, uh, um, it was Mickey Mouse, uh, trying to rescue friends, like, I uh, trying to rescue friends, like, Pete, uh, the gimmicks of the game were, like, you know, that Mickey could, like, change, uh, could find different outfits, it changed, it changed, it changed his look, and therefore his powers as the game went on, uh, there were coins you could find to buy items, uh, there also, uh, you know, also, uh, there also was heart. There also was a heart meter for your hit points, and you also could find. And you also could find special special hearts, hearts to expand, expand the health, the, the health meter. Uh, the games also featured a difficulty adjustable, adjustable level, easy, normal, hard, and um. So, and most games also had, um. Yeah, so, so a lot of games also had like like mini games of some sort. Um, and all three games originally came out on Super NES, and all three games were later uh, like they were later like they were released and ported over to the GBA. As well, too. So, uh, in broad strokes, uh, in broad strokes, that's the game. So, the two follow-up games are also uh, also follow the same formula, which is why we decided to cover both games of like one episode. So, um, naming, however, also gets a bit confusing because it's like no, <laughs> um, the games had because the games had one get because the games had one name when they got released. Um, there was another um, there was another name that was the games. The, the game's popularly known by, and then the game also got, uh, the game also got re, also got renamed when it came up with the GBA. So, uh, it gets a bit confusing. So, um, <laughs> take the first game, the first game recovery, for example. Uh, this, this game was released, uh, the, 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 the game, this game was released back, back, back then, um, as the Great Circus Mysteries starring, like, sorry, Mickey and Minnie. 
Um, the game got re-released in GBA later on as Disney, Disney, Disney Magical Quest 2 started, started making Mini. So, the game's often commonly referred to just to make life easier for everybody as Disney's, um, it was Disney's Magical Quest 2 or, 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 two, or, or just Magical Quest 2 these days. Uh, so, if you're searching for, like searching for the game like on eBay or, or YouTube or whatever, you, you, um, you might try those words. Probably, uh, it'll probably give you, like, the, you, you know, the biggest results. Mm -hmm. So, um, this game uh, did come out... You know, like this game, like this game did come out the Genesis, uh, unlike the previous game, which had been planned at the Genesis but never actually came out. Uh, I checked out the so I checked out the Genesis port, port, port briefly. It's um, it's pretty much the same game. It just has it just has the same slight, slight differences of like you know graphics and music that you would expect for like a Super NES slash cap um, Genesis uh, difference. Um, because the game doesn't use a lot of buttons, however, it also maps it also maps very well, very, very well, very, very, like uh, like Genesis controller. That was pretty much the only one downside about downside about. Uh, um, well, in my mind, I'm sure Joey has different 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 downside in mind, but um, <laughs> because because Super NES controller had six buttons compared to compared to Genesis default three, some so some games did map very well over uh, like that reason because they had like because they had to remap the the, the controls and whatnot and make it, and kind of make it. Um, which made the game a bit more clunky on the Genesis to play. Luckily, this game doesn't have for the, Luckily, this game does not suffer that problem. Yeah, and the games that were specifically designed for the Genesis, some like Quackshot, um, works fantastic with the controller because it's like B is your jump button, and then A will give you your shoot, and then C can cycle through the weapons. So there are some games that were designed with the Genesis in mind, and then there's games like this, which were clearly made for the Super Nintendo, and then ported over to the Genesis. Right, exactly. So, I know you were saying before, also, Joe, that you really didn't care for the sound um, on the on the sound of music. It's like a Genesis game as well, too, but... Yeah, especially later Genesis games, they used the Gems engine, and it was made... The Gems engine was designed to make it easier for, you know, developers to be able to make the music for the system very easy and mm -hmm. it did it made it very easy and you know some people were able to use it and actually make decent music others you that's where you get the cat sounds that people like to complain about with the genesis <laughs> and uh i'm with them um i think it's like road rash 3 is like one of the worst offenders it just sounds like dying cats from like point a to point b um <laughs> But it, the gameplay is great. You just got to play it on mute. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. So, uh, so this game, as I said before, is a sequel. Um, it, it's not really shovelware. People may look at this game and um, you know, just say like, you know, oh they, you know, oh they cranked out the door, the, um, super fast. Um, there actually was a pretty, there, there actually was a pretty good amount of time between the games because the first game, the first, the first game came out. I, I I came out originally like in November of 1992. This game got released um, in October of 1994. So it was almost like two years later that this game came out. So um, it doesn't look like it was a rush job, despite the game um, despite the game being so similar to the first game and how it like looks and plays. But um, this game also got worldwide released. Uh, um, North America got it first. October. Uh, um, uh, like October 1994, Japan followed the following month. Europe got it in 1995. Genesis version um, it has the same, you know, has the same um, uh, like release, like release system. So um, there is, there is, there's also again a very Disney, Disney, Disney-ish story to go with this game. But uh, <laughs> like, um, like the first game, the story is mostly told in the opening cutscenes. There are, um, there are. 
Uh, there are occasional boxes of dialogue as you go through the game every now and then, but you know, but you know, being an action platformer, it's not like a very, um, it's not like a very like heavy, like heavy, um, like heavy story-based game. Um, you did such a good job the the, the, the first time around, Joe. Uh, like you want to take, uh, they, uh, you want to take a stab trying to try, um, to try you know trying to you know trying to try, trying to describe the very Disneyest uh, story like this game. Yeah. So in the first game, you know, Pluto goes missing, Pete stole him. You got to go rescue him, right? All right, so this one um, is actually really ups the ante because they show up at the circus and everybody's gone. <laughs> Pete wasn't happy with just Pluto. He took everybody. So it's just <laughs> Minnie and Mickey um, out to save the world. And uh, you'll notice uh, when we finally talk about the third game that this is a theme that they uh, continue with. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, it's very basic. You're going through the levels. You're leading to... Uh, Pete, um, Pete changes his, uh, I, I can't remember what he was in the first game now, but he's oh, basically, uh, he was a wizard. There we go. He, he was a wizard in the first one. He's a baron in this one. And then we'll eventually talk about how he became king, uh, in the third game. So like Pete is, uh, going on quite the journey. And as far as <laughs> character growth, like Pete has got the best character growth in this entire series. I have to admit. <laughs> Well, he was also emperor in the first game too, so like you know, like maybe so like he's trying to get that glory back, I guess. But right, so, right. But um, and to be fair, um, Mickey Minnie, Mickey Minnie find out find out what happened because of Goofy. Goofy's the only one that like, wasn't taken, but Goofy's like right. shell shocked, so like he's not very much. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like uh, uh, <laughs> uh, like much help. If, 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 if you're looking to play Goofy in a game, go play a Goof Troop instead. But because, yes, absolutely. Um, he's he's useless to this one, but so. Um, so we just, like I mentioned before, like I mentioned before, that despite the games being so similar, there are some, there are some, there are some important differences. Um, one of the, one of the big differences, there's just this, like this game, this game that you actually, like, like you can actually choose to play as either Mickey or Minnie. Um, it's only cosmetic. It doesn't um, doesn't affect the gameplay like in any way. Unfortunately, the next game will improve upon that. Thank God. But in this game, even though the, um, even though they play the same, it, it is cool. You're able to pick your character. So I will yeah. give Capcom credit for that. So um, one big difference is if you have somebody play. Um, one well, one big difference in this game, play, play somebody, um, you know, is if you have somebody to play the play the game with. Um, in the first game, two players can play the game, but they had to like take turns. In this game, it's cooperative gameplay, which really adds a whole new element of gameplay to the game. Yeah. Um, and then finally, the biggest, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, like the, finally, the biggest change is the game has a password feature uh, uh, feature in it. So, like you know, you are able to pick your game up where you left off if you want to. So, which is great for kids because even though this game, this game, this game is similar as I said to the first game, it was mostly. Most got praised for graphics and the the, the the graphics gameplay got criticized for its easy difficulty and being like too short, but the passive feature at least allows kids to kids who obviously were target target market target market like these games. Right. The passive the passive, the passive system at least allows kids to go back to the game easily enough. So I will give them credit like for that. And I just want to build upon that because those were two of the big points that I put down in my notes was the fact that co-op is huge that you can do that now and then the password system because you didn't have that in the first game the other thing is when you die and you still have lives you respawn right there it's not like the first game where it would send you to the beginning of the level and you'd have to work your way through this time right. if you die you start right there which is really good for boss battles 
Um, cause you can make it through most of the levels, I think, without losing a life, um, if you have some skill. Um, some of the bosses are a little tricky, but, uh, one thing I noticed with, uh, these bosses, and I'm sure we'll talk about it a little bit, um, but a lot of the bosses kind of feel like Mega Man bosses. I don't know if you agree with me. Sure, um, yeah. I mean, but I mean, sense, I mean, it's like, Capcom. You know, Capcom DNA, right, so, yeah, right. But, yeah. So, but I thought it was very interesting. Like when I was fighting, like some of the monsters, I was just like, oh, okay. I was like, I get, this is cool. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So, like, um, so just like the first game, um, it's got like you four outfits, six stages. So, um, let's let's. let's Wait, let's go over the outfits. The outfits here, like real quick. Uh, Joe, do you want to like start the discussion? Just start the discussion, like with the outfits. Yeah. So the first outfit you get is like he's like a a sweeper, a street sweeper, or something like that. And he's got a vacuum, um, and the vacuum's cool because it can suck up enemies, but it can also suck up coins. Yeah, it's very cute. And blocks, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it's Mickey walking around with, I mean, depending on who you're playing as, Mickey or Minnie, but, uh, right. you know, you're walking around with a vacuum and it's hilarious. Um, and I love it. I love it. This is a great costume. Um, the other costume that you have is the <laughs> safari outfit. Yes. And, um, like, it's cool that, like, it helps you, like, to be able to climb. I think that helps with a lot of the platforming. Um, uh, this is, like one of those suits where I'm like, okay, they definitely put this in here because of the case. Also allows you to swing with certain blocks. As well right. Too, so, so you can yeah. swing from certain blocks. Yeah. You can swing from the tree branches. Yeah. Um, so this can be actually very useful. And then the third one is the um, Western costume. Now, I don't know if you'll agree with me, Greg, but I hated this costume. You really? bounce. On a horse, you're constantly <laughs> bouncing on a horse. That is one of the things that you have to get used to. And then yes. you got a little gun. And I'm like, should Mickey have a gun? Let's be real. Should Mickey have a gun? Other than that, um, it's a pop gun that fires corks. It's loud. <laughs> yeah. it's like, but but the reality is like that horse is just constantly moving, and you have that horse to, just takes get used to. Yes. Yes. Yeah. No. So it's, it, I hated it because I had to get used to how the suit works. Um, the other thing, now that we've gone over all three suits, the biggest issue I had with this game, and I don't know if you'll agree with me, is the having to switch the suits so often. It, to me, it got to be so tedious. Like, the first couple times, it's cool. You know, the curtain goes up, he does his little change, and I'm like, oh, that's cool, that's cute. But by, like, the 50th time, I'm like, ah, just do it, just switch. Why do we have to go through this whole thing? But... Yeah, it definitely was. Yeah, it definitely is. It, it definitely is a choice that kind of featured, like you know, like style more so, um, uh, like more substance. But yeah. you know, I do wish it had been changed also a little bit. So, um, I, I guess the biggest reason I liked, I liked the cut. Well, well, two things, two things are two things that I really liked about the cowboy outfit. One, it was very different and unique. Um, yes. which, um, you know, yes, the horse just takes getting used to, but um, also. Also, that the Desperado dash build you can do with it is very powerful. So, um, yeah. but you know, like one of the bosses, that's critical to use, I think. So, um, but yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. So that's pretty much the whole game in a nutshell. I mean, like you know, that's just. I mean, yeah. this is why we decided to to, bun, to bundle to bundle two games together because it's like you know, I mean, the gameplay differences. Don't be wrong. The game, the game, the, the game does play a little bit. You know, the game, the game does play differently enough uh, that's fun to go through. 
but really our recommendation, our recommendation, well, at least my recommendation, I, I recommendation, I don't want to speak for Joe. I, I um, you know, I, 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 um, I think Joe will agree with me, but it's like, um, if you like the first game, you'll like this game as well too, because it's like, um, I think this game is better than the first game, because I think, you know, like, you know, um, um, you know, because I like the outfits, the outfits a bit more, um, and I think the, um, so I think the, you know, I think the overall gameplay and humor in this game is touched up, um, um, turned up, um, turned up like a bit, so, if the game feels a little, if the game feels, if the game feels a little, you know, a little bit, you know, a little bit more polished in the first game, even though I use the same engine and everything, um, it still feels like, you know, it feels like, you know, okay, we know it worked the first game, we'll just improve upon it, like, a little bit, like, you know, don't break the formula, so, um, yeah, so if you like the first yep. game, you'll enjoy this game as well, too, I think this game's, so I think this game definitely, definitely a bit better than the first game, um, you know, you know, you know, you know, it's like, you know, it's still funny to go through it, it you know, it's still cute. Um, you know, still like, you know, the difficulty, the difficulty, the difficulty is pretty good. I think, I mean, I agree with, so I agree with the reviewers who say the game is like very, um, it's very short and easy because it is kind of short and easy. You right. know, like your typical playthrough game is like 45 minutes, flavor good of the game. So, but you know, there are difficulty settings you can use to adjust things a little bit. So, and like, you know, like, and I, and four, the game, you know, the game was targeted the, you know, the game was specifically targeted, targeted, I feel like, more toward kids. So, um, you know, the easy difficulty, so overall, the easy difficulty, like, makes sense to me. Yep. And I agree with you. 100%. I did not get to play this game in two-player cooperative mode, but I did watch it on YouTube. And, and, and um, you know, you know, and it does again look like, and, and that mode does, and then, and, and, and that mode does look like it changes, it changes things totally. It's like, you know, it's a totally different game playing a cooperative with somebody else. So, if you have somebody who played this game, I highly recommend that as well, too, because you'll probably have, like, more fun with it. Yeah, it definitely looks like it's more fun in co-op mode. I also did not have a chance to play in co-op because my fiance doesn't like to play games. Um, so that was unfortunate. But, um, yeah, the, the that co-op aspect, I still love the idea that, you know, co-op, couch co-op at that. Yeah. You know, yes. that's, I love couch co-op. Uh, it's one thing to play online with people, and it's fun. Don't get me wrong. I play with my son all the time. But to actually have my son there with me and kind of like mess with him while I'm on the couch. That's always better. It's always a better experience. <laughs> right. Um, also this game, I think kind of got reviewed a little bit harshly. Also, so we'll talk about the review scores here in a little bit, but you know, this game, this, this game, this game, this game, unfortunately, the, uh, unfortunately, at least in super, yes, had the timing, but had the, um, had the bad timing came at almost the same time as uh, to, almost the same time as another Mickey game by Mickey Mania. So, we'll probably cover here at some point later on, uh, um, later on. So, it's like, you know, those two games are compared to each other when, uh, to each other, and they really shouldn't have been because the two games, like, are very different. So, I, so I don't even play, um, yeah. play the Mania, uh, Joe, but. Yeah, I have. And I mean, there are similarities, but that's, Mickey Mania is a totally different game. It is experience. a totally different game, yeah. So, yeah. but, so, um, so, 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 so I mentioned before, all three games also got, all three games also got re-released later on on the GBA, um, uh, but, uh, uh, but Disney Interactive in 2003, uh, that also got like worldwide release. Uh, the, the GBA version is pretty much, you know, it's pretty much, uh, um, pretty much, uh, uh, um, pretty much straight, it's straight port. Um, the only difference is the only difference is being the password, the password system, the password system was replaced by a save feature. Um, and the, um, uh, and the cooperative gameplay mode could be accessed by using GBA link cable. So, uh, again, couch play was allowed. So, yeah. um, you know, um, with that feature. So, um, I'm trying to remember. It's been so long since I had a GBA. 
you usually had to have two copies of the game to, of the game to do that, right? Correct. Yeah, so there were very very few games I think that allowed you to. Uh, uh, um, they were, they were, I, I think I think there were very few games that there a few games that allowed you to play like a you know play up like one copy of the game. So. Yeah, Nintendo wanted you to buy multiple copies of the game. Yes, so. absolutely. So, uh, so like there really aren't any kind of like cheats or anything like this game. Um, there are. Um, so the only the so the only secret really to be found is there are like there are two hidden two ups in the game that you can find. Um, uh, like various stages too, not just like a one up, a two up. So uh, definitely. So I won't say here how to cover, um, um, you know how to find them. Uh, you can look them. Uh, you can explore, 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 find location yourself later on if you want to. I will say, I will say ones, um, so I will say ones in stage one and ones in stage two. So, yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, um, it, uh, so it is worthwhile grabbing those your first time through the game to help you out because, like, you know, four ups are definitely going to go. You're definitely going to, you're definitely going to help you out playing yeah. the game. So, um, did you? So, um, so did you find either one of them? Not that I remember. Okay. Especially if they're hidden. Uh, yeah. Sometimes, you know, especially with games like these, like I'm, I'm literally just trying to get to the end. Yeah. <laughs> so it's I don't to... really explore too much, and because yeah, you, these games aren't really, yeah. you know, you're not um, pre-programmed to be looking for stuff in games like this. Mm-hmm. That yeah. that's kind of why I just kind of breeze through. You know, it's not yeah. like you know, True Lies. Right. Where like yeah, you know yeah. you could come across like some secret weapon if you happen to break open a crate or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So as I mentioned before, uh, this game reviewed very similar to the first game. Um, you know, like um, you know, got like you know, mixed a, you know, mixed a positive reviews. Um, again, again, as I already mentioned previously, um, you know, the graphics, the graphics, humor, and the gameplay were uh, you know, you know, they're all given a thumbs up. Um, um, you know, you know, the alpha system, the alpha, the alpha system music uh, also. Music, music also got pretty positive marks. Um, the music, the music of this game, which we'll touch, uh, so which we'll touch, uh, uh, touch, touch, touch upon that like, real quick. The graphics, I'm not, the graphics, the graphics, I'm not, I'm not even like I mentioned, mentioned because it's the same engine the, the, as the first game. So you know, yeah. they're good graphics, but um, the music in this game, I think I like. I, I, I think I, um, you know, I, I, you know, I think I also like the music in this game a little bit, a little bit better than the first game as well too. So um, you know, again, pretty similar. You know, same you know, same style, similar songs. They just like something. This just felt, you know, this just felt a little, little bit more like you know, jivey to me, I guess. Uh, yeah. The music of this game. So, I can't really put my finger on exactly why, but you know, just you know, just felt that way. To give you an example, how um, you know, how varied, how varied the reviews, the review scores were. Uh, Famicom Tunisia, which was the big Japanese magazine publisher. Um, you know, reviewing Super NES games back in the day, gave the um in Japan gave the game twenty six um twenty six out of you know, twenty six out of forty, which is like pretty you know pretty like good um uh, like good score. Mm. Whereas 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 uh, like whereas like I um you know, whereas whereas like a um whereas like uh, Next Generation uh only gave the game like two out of five stars. But um but to be fair, Next Generation Next Generation was. I mean, next, next generation did cover the Genesis version of the game, but I really didn't see the Genesis version of the game being that different to warrant to warrant such a bad score. So, um, you know, and they could, you know, and again, they were one of several magazines that compared it to Mickey Mania, and it's like, you know, I'm saying say before, it, you know, that, you know, that's not fair to the game because it's like so it's, it's like a very different game than Mickey Mania is. So, um, overall, uh, overall game rankings, uh, 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 game rankings, the Super NES, the Super NES version of the game. Um, has about, like, you know, has a, um, he has about like 75% uh, uh, a rating, which I think is like pretty fair. So, but, um, 
Nintendo Power gave the game 3 out of 5. Uh, 5 out of 5 stars. Super Play gave it 73%. So, yeah. That all fits in... You know that fits in like the fits in fits like the fits in the fits in like you like the average rating. So before I mention before I mention eBay before I mention eBay pricing, Joe, anything else you want to say about this game in particular? No, I think you pretty much covered it. I think we pretty much covered it. You know, if you like the first game, you should play this one. That's what it comes down to. So the game sold well. Copies copies the game can be found on eBay for like fairly cheap, at least for cheap. Cheap, you know, cheap for Super NES games, mind you. But um, as I mentioned before in the past, Super NES games are kind of in a bubble, like right now. So uh, <laughs> prices prices are higher than they were several years ago. But still, I think this game can be can be had for like relatively like relatively cheap. So uh, twenty copies are currently listed on eBay as this time searching. Twenty copies of the game are like recently sold. Currently, prices and these include shipping prices. Uh, 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 carts sold anywhere from um, anywhere from like fifteen dollars to forty four dollars. Wow, that's surprise. I mean, I understand that you know games have gone up, but like, geez, when I was playing this on the original hardware, I picked this up at a uh, video game store for a whole whopping three dollars, uh, <laughs> and it was with like. Madden 1996 and like right, yeah. you know like the sports titles like it was in that bin um <clears throat> and you know there were quite a few copies of this game in that bin and there was one of those I was just like oh it's a Mickey game like that'll be a fun little platformer and I picked it up I knew nothing of it at the time I didn't own it when it came out for the Genesis so um <clears throat> that was my first experience with the game and geez oh like, I've got to to, to yeah, hear that yeah. it's gone up that much, I mean, yeah. I know the bubble is there, and I'm <laughs> I'm still waiting for that bubble to burst. But um, at the same time, like uh, I think fifteen dollars is reasonable. To be honest, it's just yeah. you know after paying three dollars for it, like fifteen. Yeah, I know. Expensive. <laughs> super NES prices, yes, yeah, yeah, super NES prices were already going up anyway, but the pandemic certainly didn't help things. Right. So, right. Um, but I've got yeah, I've got to ask you. But yeah, thank you for mentioning that. Um, so because I totally. Yeah, he gave you the holy space. Like I forgot to, um, yeah, I forgot to ask you. Uh, you, you have, you, you have, you have, you have previous experience. You have previous experience, previous experience like this game. Then, but um, yes. So, um, what? Almost eight years ago now, I think. Uh, okay. George was nice enough to gift me a Super Nintendo for my birthday. I remember um, that. Yep. Because I had never owned a, a, the Super Nintendo, um, yep. and it came with F Zero and Super Mario World. Um, and like within the first two weeks, I like went crazy and bought a bunch of games for it. Um, and Mickey was one of them because it was $3. <laughs> no other reason. Which you find was... Like Funko Land? Uh, no, I want to say it was Game Exchange. Oh, that, yeah. Yeah, I remember that place. Okay. Yeah, so if yeah. it wasn't Game Exchange, it was a mom and pop shop. Um, you know, that was, you know, at the time, like those weren't, you know, very common. And you could usually find good deals at those mom and pop shops. So now mom and pop shops are basically like going on eBay. You're just better off going on eBay and paying the shipping. There's a couple around here still that are pretty good, but yeah, that's pretty much like a um, yeah. But yeah, sadly, like you're right yeah. about that. So, but uh, do you have the game still, or did you sell your oh, Super Nintendo? I don't even have the Super Nintendo anymore. What'd you do with it? Uh, I you know when I was living in New York, I had a hard times and ended up having to sell it. 
Ah, makes sense. Okay, yep. But, yeah, so. you know, with emulation the way it is, my Raspberry Pi, having the yep, Super yep. Nintendo Classic and loading all the games on there, like, yes, it, it I miss playing on original hardware, but also, like, there are so many options now, today, True. that yep. it, like, I have a Super Nintendo emulator on just about everything electronic I own. Um, if my refrigerator had one of those cool little touch screens, I'd have a Super Nintendo emulator on that. So, you know, it's it's just one of those things, like, the hardware's cool, and I love that I had the hardware f- for the time, but, you know, fell on hard times, had to sell it, along with my 3DO. No, I totally. So, I, like, you know, like, the, my 3DO thing, so. was a big one for me. Like, I didn't want to sell that, but, you know, I had to, and th- I got that from George as well, so. Yes. But that one I paid yeah, for. I, <laughs> that wasn't yeah, a I gift. <laughs> I also had a, yeah yeah I also had a 3DO for several years uh, uh, back in the day so I understand that so, yeah but um, but uh, anyway so um, prices uh, yeah cart only so cart only the the sodium were fifteen to fifteen forty four dollars CIB CIB copy sodium were sixty 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 dollars to one hundred thirty dollars um, and there actually was a sealed copy of the game that sold recently too for a like for like 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 a pretty cheap as far as sealed prices go uh, like one eighty one so. Wow. Um, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. The person got a steal for that game, I think. Yeah. Uh, but so anyway, that's so. so that's game number two. Uh, game number three, which is commonly known as like Disney's Magical Quest Three, Easter. Um, uh, um, officially, uh, the officially the full title, the, the full title of Disney, Disney's Magical Quest Three, starring Mickey and Donald, because that's the game. Um, that's the name that it got re- released under like GBA later on. Um, again, commonly known as like Disney's Magical Quest Three. Um, this game, this game, did, this game did not come out in the U.S. Uh, or originally, the, originally, this was a Japanese-only game, uh, like for a long time mm-hmm. until the GBA version came out uh, uh, years later. Um, the game came out fairly shortly after the first game. Um, like got released in Japan in December of 1995, so like a little bit over, like a year over uh, the last one. I'm not sure exactly why this game didn't come out in the West. Um, you know, for older games like this, you, you really can't find. You usually, you usually cannot find concrete reasons. If I had to guess, I'd say probably because it was. Um, you know, you know, I say, you know, I say it was because like the um, maybe uh, maybe in nineteen ninety six by the time the game came out to North America and the Super NES was already starting to go out at that point. So yeah. uh, they probably decided just limit you. You just localize it in Japan. Uh, pe- people may not realize. Side note: Disney's did. Disney, Disney's just as popular in Japan as it is uh, uh, like, oh, yeah. like in the West, mm-hmm. but you know, Disney's a huge property, a, 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 a huge property like Japan. So it's like, I think, I think the Japanese Disney Disney World is like the biggest, um, is either the biggest, biggest, the biggest, like the most well visited, well visited, you know, Disney theme parks like around the world. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so Disney, so yeah, so it makes sense. Uh, it makes sense that they would release like a third game. So. Mm-hmm. Like so again, like I said before, this game originally originally was Japan only. Um, because because the first because the first tape, because the first two games were very popular, and because the game doesn't feature a lot of text, uh, this this is one of the games that was very quickly translated to as soon as emulation started, uh, like yep. the nineties and nineties. So, um, so like 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 the game was available to play to play passion English for a very um like for a very long time. That's, that's you know that's how I played this game. So, um, you know I had no experience to. Like I had no experience with any of the three games in the series, by the way. Before I, as a reminder, before I um, before the podcast, um, Joe Joe, if I remember correctly, had played the had played the first game as well too in the past. Um, yep. 
and I had also played the second. And uh, but not this one. I I dabbled in this one. I think I played through like the first level, but I never went beyond that before. Okay, all right. So, but uh, yeah. So um, so again, yeah. Um, Pete again is uh, causing trouble again. Uh, Joe, <laughs> you want to like, cover the story for this one? Yeah. So basically, Donald's triplets, uh, tri- uh, triplets. Jeez, they're not his triplets. They're his nephews. Uh, yeah. Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Uh, basically, discover this book. And this book sucks them in, and they are sucked into Storyland. Um, and that is where Mickey and Donald have to go to save the uh, nephews from King Pete. Yes. And, uh, yeah, this one, this one was really fun, and I wish I could have played co-op, because I watched some gameplay, mm. and the co-op yes. looks amazing. Um, but... Mickey and Donald actually play off of each other, which we'll get into, but I really like yes, that. Yes, that's mechanic. one of the that is one of the huge differences that this game has. You know, like you have the ability to play the Mickey um you know, Mickey or Donald, but unlike the last game, there's actually differences between them this time. So um not so much not so much their base um you know, their base forms, they play very similar, but the outfits the the outfits the outfits are very different. Um, you know, the outfits the four outfits you get in this game they play very different um, if it's um, if, um, uh, if Mickey's wearing it as opposed to Donald, which is like a huge difference, a huge, a huge difference that this game has. I say so. it's a huge difference with the first costume. After that, the other three are kind of very similar, but we'll get into you, that. Yeah, you can argue about that, but yeah, so but but still, the idea itself is solid. Right. So um, other differences this game has. So uh, there's not. You know, there's now cartridge save, uh, like this, yes. um, uh, <laughs> yeah, um, but, um, you like this game pack. I get batteries finally got to the, batteries finally, batteries finally, batteries finally dropped to the, um, you're up to, uh, dropped to the point where it's affordable to, you're affordable to throw them and everything. So, mm-hmm. um, um, other, so other differences, uh, there is a, there is a, there is a, um, uh, there is a, there is a, there's a playing card award system in this game, kind of similar to, a little bit similar to how the, um, how the how the uh the, the how the how the end stage extra live uh mini games work in Mario Two and Mario Three, yep. where it's like you sort of sort of secret doors, uh, you know, scattered um scattered stages. You can play like bonus rooms. Um, if you pick a playing card correctly, you correct that room, like you earn an award. So it could be like an extra life, could be like you know power up, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So, mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, that's cool. So, and then the last difference this game has there's. You know, it's one extra stage. The game's the game's a hair longer, hair, hair longer. So that seven stages, seven stages, as opposed to six stages. The first two right. games. So, so, so those are the differences that this game has. Um, so anyway, as Joe mentioned, uh, the, the the outfit differences do make a huge difference in this game. So Joe, like, you want to cover the outfits? Yeah. So the first uh, costume that you get, Mickey is a knight. He gets knight and knight armor. Um, he's got a shield and a punching glove. Um, and you can hit in all sorts of different directions with it. It's, uh, but with the armor, it makes it that you sink in water. Um, yes. and that is important because Donald gets a wooden barrel as his armor and a metal bowl for a helmet. Um, which by the way, the graphics on this, they, they do a really good job of animating this stuff. Um, yes, and he uses a hammer to be able to attack, which is, uh, pretty cool. And the, plus side is he can float when he touches water so guess what this is where the co-op really comes in you can use donald (laughs) as a flotation in the barrel and jump on top of him to get across the water with mickey while he's in his uh night costume 
fantastic. I love that they not only integrated the co-op, but it actually, like, it's a mechanic in the game. Um, so that was pretty cool. Then you have the second costume, which is the lumberjack climbing gear. Um, both characters use a rope to catch enemies, throw them in, you know, all that stuff. Uh, the only difference between that costume with them is Mickey lashes the rope in like a straight lateral direction where Donald can throw it up. So there's that. Yes. The powers and abilities for this are pretty much the same thing as the last game. So. Yeah, yeah. And then the third costume is the magician costume. Um, and Mickey basically throws magic birds. <laughs> and uh, Donald can use a magic lamp that summons a genie hand that can shoot magic and serve as a platform so that Mickey can step up on it. Um, so, yeah, there are differences for the characters, but I think the first one's really the only big one, and I think that's the one that, you you know, is integrated more than the others. Um, and I wish they would have kept with that theme with the first power-up, um, just, I think the, the game would have been more interesting if you, it relied on that second player. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Smicky's spells can also be used, like, they're secret areas, uh, secret areas that can avoid traps, too. Yes, know? that's, that uh, was the other thing I, I forgot so to So if you're playing Sorry. a solo, I, yeah, no, it's fine. I, I, I just want to mention it because I'm like, you know, if you're playing solo, uh, you know, like, you... They like want to be Mickey, uh, 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 Mickey in this form because yeah. that's it, to be as much more useful. Donald, however, however, like your two-player mode, that platform you can do is um, uh, uh, is critical. Just like um, just like with the you 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 just, you just like you know, just like with the knight, the knight costume. It's, yep. it, it's, huge, it's a huge huge difference in two-player mode. So um, yeah, I agree with you totally, Joe. But, um, you know, the, you know the outfit ability. While not as while not while not taking as while not taking taking as far as as I would have liked them to take it, there's still significant differences and improvements in this game as far as that goes. So yeah, one thing I that I wanted to mention that I didn't like was a change in this game. I think this is like perverted backwards, and uh, that would be that when you uh, lose all your lives in this game, you go back to the beginning. Ah, uh, yes, okay, all right. So. And, I mean, I get it. You know what I mean? Like, you still got to have some sort of difficulty there, but I also, like, yeah, I should have played the Famicom version of Magical Quest 2 just because I wonder if maybe they kept that mechanic in there from the first game and just kind of carried it over, you know, in Japan. But when they did Circus Mystery, they changed it for us U.S. market. I don't know. Well, I, well, yeah, you know, I think, um, I think it's the same, uh, like both games. Okay. For both games. I think the different, um, I, um, I think the reasons, I think the reasons for that change, this one is A, because A, they're trying to make the game a bit more difficult. Right. Um, uh, because B, uh, and B, this was actually done by different people in Capcom. Uh, Capcom, like, suppose the first two games. Okay. Uh, this, uh, 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 this game was done by the same team that also did Mega Man Soccer, uh, like the Super NES, by the way. Oh, so, okay. um, so they may not have realized uh, have realized uh, the uh, um um you know how that worked or work worked worked they felt was, um you know, they felt was better to do it that way or whatever. Yeah. So um so if I had to guess uh, that's why. So um no I agree with you definitely I definitely uh, I I, I, um, I agree with you definitely the downside. However I think I uh, however I think I think out of all three of the games you know this one's my favorite. Um you know like the game still. 
you know, all three games are all three games are filled, um, you know, filled with like your know, humor and, and and charm and cuteness. Um, and, you know, I think the music, the music, the music, music is one maybe the best, maybe the best like, out of the three games. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the 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 graphic the graphic engine works very good. Like it's very like um, it's very like good good, good cute graphic engine. The um, the 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 improvements to player mode in this game, as well as the costumes, really make this game. I think. A little bit above the other games, the games even solo mode. It's like you know, the outfit changes really matter most two player mode, but even solo mode, the fact that Mickey and Donald actually do different things, their costumes this time around is a huge improvement. I think. Yeah, so, I agree. So, like, I think overall, um, so I think overall this game is the best, um, the best out of the three. But again, but again, the same thing I said before applies. If you enjoy the, so like enjoy the first two games, so they enjoy this game right. too. So yeah. <laughs> and so. I, I, my only gripe with this game really is that. Um, I felt like a lot of the levels felt very similar to the first two games. Um, so that, that kind of like, it was kind of like, all right, been here, done that. Like really it was the costumes that changed the experience more than anything else. Um, but that being said, still a fantastic game. If you like the first two games, you should definitely be playing this one. Yeah, definitely. And just so you know, like the ending, like you actually at the end of this thing, get a true wrap up of the whole trilogy. And yes. uh, it's actually pretty satisfying, which we'll talk about when we get there. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, um, so the GBA version of this game is the first time, like, the first time this game got released like, worldwide. So, um, you know, it came out to, uh, so it came out in two thousand three in Japan, two thousand four in North America, two thousand five like in Europe. Um, so uh, they added some, like they added some, like so. Uh, so the only difference in this game, uh, the version, the difference in the game, like they added some cooperative mini games. So. Um, so, for example, GBA Link Cable, uh, cable, you can play those two player, um, um, they can play those mini games with somebody else, and uh, um, you can also play cooperative mode as well with somebody uh, via the cable as well too. So, um, the game did not review quite as well as the past game, probably because of the fact that it was you know like tried and true the same formula. Um, you know the Metacritic average, uh, uh, the Metacritic average average of this game is a very depressing fifty eight. Uh, uh, percent, which I think is like too low, but um, I think uh, so. Really, the really the comments for, for this game are just the same as the past two games. Um, I think people. I, I, I think the reason that I think the reason I think the reason like the bad review scores, like all these like, like review scores are based upon the GBA re-release. And GBA port did suffer the same restrictions restrictions that the other two versions of the game had, and the fact that you know like smaller screen, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera harder to see things, that kind of stuff. So. Um, I could not, um, so I could not find reviews of this game in Japan when it came out originally, originally nineteen ninety five. So I think those reviews would have been much better. But um, yeah, I think that's the reason. I think that's the reason why you know why I get the low, you know, the low like um, you know the low uh, the low scores. One up, one up. dot com, for example, gave it a C plus. Gamespy gave it a three out of five, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So because the GBA version of the game does suffer the same restrictions as the, as the other two ports of the game, unfortunately. So. Um, don't let those bad review scores hurt you. Like I said before, I think this is my favorite, um, you know, favorite game of the trilogy. Yeah. Do you want to talk about that ending? Uh, um, you know, that you teased with a like a bit yeah. of a joke. So after you defeat King Pete, <clears throat> you of course you know leave Storyland. So you you get out of the book. Um, you've rescued Huey, Dewey, and Louie. You know, you you would think, okay, like that's that's the end. But um, you got Minnie and Daisy, and they're standing over you, and it's you've been sleeping this entire time and what i love about this is it all ties in to was this a dream 
or was it reality? Um, <laughs> they they make subtle hints with the blue fairy that you know she they were going to transport them to the real world, but she kind of stopped herself and said the outside world. Um, so little nods to where you know they kind of make you think whether you know this was really happening or whether this was a dream, which is pretty cool. Um, and man, Pete. What a journey for this guy. So he's the wizard, he's the baron, then he's the king, and now he's a good guy, and he's the protector of everything, um, and actually has a definitive end in the trilogy, which is amazing that they carried this all the way through all three games and just kind of put a little bow on it and just left it. And that was Yeah, that. I agree with totally. <laughs> yeah, that's... Yeah, it's an awesome ending. That's a very good twist. Um, I also, I also see, yeah, I also, I also was reminded, reminded about Kingdom Hearts two as well. Also, also with this, like you know, like shades, like Pete's character change, and whatnot. Because, yes. uh, because Kingdom Hearts two, you're also, like, you're also being cooperative, uh, cooperative with Pete in some areas as yeah. well too. So, but um, yeah, very surprising ending. Uh, very good ending, I thought definitely. I, I, I thought definitely like for sure. So it's like it's like all in all, these three games are kind of easy as far as platforms go, but they are very well designed, very cute, like very like cartoonish uh, mm-hmm. games. So if you like, if, like if you're a fan of like Disney at all, or like you know like easier platform games for kids and whatnot, these games I think still hold up pretty well today. Agreed, a hundred percent. eBay, uh, not really any pri- uh, like it's not really like any cheats or anything or anything to be found in this game. Uh, pricing again, if this is going to be like all over the board because the uh, um. So because of the fact that you know, because the game did not get a Western release, uh, there are available there are available repo carts and also repo carts and boxes that people have made up, uh, so you can actually play the game on a like in a US Super um, a US Super NES if you want to as well. So um, altogether, there are twelve copies of this game currently 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 listed on eBay. with six copies of the game recently sold. By the way, just to clarify, I think I made this clear before, but just to make sure. Um, the, the, uh, you know, these eBay. The, the eBay pricing uh, pricing for all three games is only Super NES version of the game. The GBA version of the game are totally different. Right. Um, usually, you can find usually usually the GBA version of the games that the games that games are the, the, the games are a bit cheaper uh, on average. So if you want to get the game for cheap, the GBA version might be the way to go. But um, original like so original Japanese like original Japanese uh, Japanese Famicom uh, sorry Super sorry Super Super Famicom cards. This game. Uh, are pretty expensive. Uh, the game probably the game probably did not get it, the game probably did not get a very like big release in Japan because it was late release. So yep. um, carts carts of the game carts of the game. Um, there was only one copy of the game that sold recently in cart in cart only for forty five dollars. Yeah. So uh, CIB 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 examples examples of this game sold anywhere from ninety seven dollars to hundred ninety seven dollars to one hundred twenty nine dollars. So um, if you want a repo cart. Uh, those selling went from twenty-two dollars to twenty-two dollars to seven dollars uh, with a repo and box. Uh, a seller was selling them for thirty-six dollars. So, uh, yeah, not bad pricing, like for like a Japanese-only game. No, not bad at all. So I have Bai on my phone, so I was gonna look up uh, Yahoo Japanese auctions to see if I could find uh, related content there. But uh, believe it or not, I put in Magical Quest Three and didn't get a single hit. So. Yeah, there's not many copies of available on eBay either, so that doesn't surprise me. Uh, actually, nope, they didn't even, they just show the B, the GBA. How bad is that? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, looks like uh, limited release in Japan, which, you know, 
we've all seen in past episodes, you know, when that's happens, those prices go up quite a bit. So mm-hmm. yeah, doesn't surprise. Yep, might for sure. So at least the game finally came out in the West, of like the GBA. So I will give yeah. credit for that at least. So um, yeah, yeah, you know. So I assume like so like so like so final like so final like so final final wrap up thought. Um, Disney looks like they have all the rights to the game these days because Disney like Disney did release uh, the GBA version of the GBA remix of all three games. I assume they still do. So. Um, it, it, it would be nice to see all three of these games like released, um, you know, uh, released again today in like you know like one like you know, like one collection or maybe like you know a Capcom Disney collection or something else like that. So um, I I'd, I'd totally be down for a Capcom Disney collection for sure. Yeah. So because the only the only the only Disney the only Capcom the only Capcom Disney game that got released recently, which I think which I think is the only one, maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong, Joe. Uh, like Ducktales. Because DuckTales is like super popular. So they released Lion King, Aladdin, and um, Jungle Book. So was that Lion- a limited run thing? So, so Lion King and Aladdin were done by Virgin. Same with okay. uh, Jungle Book, but right. um, and it was originally released with with just um, Lion King and Aladdin, and it had the. Genesis version, the Game Boy versions, and the Game Gear versions, which makes sense because those were all Virgin Interactive. Well, they right. recently kind of added DLC um, by adding the Jungle Book and all the different versions of that game, but also they added in the Capcom Aladdin version. Okay, so all right. That that's been the most recent, as as far as I know, um, that's the most recent Disney slash Capcom that was re released. But, sure. Um, okay. Yeah, Capcom's got. Oh man, I would love to see like Quackshot and like um, Land of Illusion. You know, these three games. I'm trying to think of other. Mickey Mania was Capcom, I believe, right? No, Mickey Mania was a actually developed by a company called Traverse Tales and published by Sony ImageSoft. Oh, okay. So totally, so totally, like completely yeah, different. Totally, yeah, totally not Capcom. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, Capcom did some great work with the Disney license yes. when they had it, and uh, I would definitely love to see those in a collection for sure. But like you stated, uh, that's more than likely Disney's uh, say whether they get released or not, and I don't see them really doing that. Um, prime example would be, um, yeah, not only the DuckTales game, um, they did Disney Afternoon, that was the other one I was thinking of. The Disney Afternoon Collection. That came with Tailspin, um, DuckTales, DuckTales 2, Rescue Rangers 1 and 2, mm-hmm, yeah. and Darkwing Duck. So um, that, that I think, is actually the, the most recent release. And, uh, you know, they're all the Nintendo games, and they're still fun. But um, something like the Cowabunga Collection that's coming out, where it's, yes. like, through all the different consoles... On one disc would just be great. Yeah, they're actually they're they actually yeah the Cow Bunker Collection actually is, the Cow Bunker Collection actually is leaving out a game. Uh, there was a you know there was a there was a PC only theater uh, Charles game called like Manhattan Adventures that probably nobody's ever played. But <laughs> I also heard it's not that great. Just saying. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, but so it's like yeah yeah the Cow Bunker Collection the Cow Collection collection like include all the console uh, t- t- turtle games. So. Yeah. Um, so, 
well, console and handheld if you want to be picky, but but yeah, so <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I agree. Like you know, most of the Disney, yeah, I yeah, I think all the Disney games, the Disney Capcom games, like are very good. So like you know, like so, like so. Uh, another collection, or another collection, easily released for like modern platforms and whatnot. Like would be like a fun thing to have for sure. Yeah, so, definitely. but anyway, so yeah, so that's the games for you. So we appreciate you always listening to us as always. Um, if you have any comments, questions, feedback, concerns, etc., you can reach me on Facebook, uh, or you can also uh, direct messaging, or we also have a group on Facebook as well too. Uh, or you can also email me if you want to. The email is the SNS Podcast Yahoo.com. Joe, where can they reach you at? Uh, I have a very public Facebook. You can find me there, but also uh, I'm on Twitter at J O E S U X three zero. Right, so before we announce the next game coming up, I do want to do a couple of quick programming notes here toward the end. Um, one, uh, we've had another, so one, uh, like one, like one, uh, um, you know, this is, you know, this is more of a back end thing. Most people probably won't notice, but maybe some, uh, um, maybe some folks did. Uh, we have changed editors again. So, uh, we now have Mike editing the podcast for us. So, uh, thanks, Mike. Uh, so yes, the, <laughs> yes, thank you. So, yes, I don't want to say, uh, like too much about what happened to what happened here in the podcast or the podcast but you know i do want to thank brad for uh for all the work for all the hard work and dedication he put into editing the podcast yes, absolutely the last like 30 episodes episodes i want to say at this point probably so like has been a while yeah. so uh but yeah mike actually took over editing duties with the last episode uh red room ranger r2 so i no 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 i'm sorry actually true lies the first episode that they was the episode, the episode they did it for us so uh two two episodes ago at this point so um, I'm talking to Mike right now, currently about like, you know, a longer term commit to keep him editing on the podcast. So thank you again for that. Uh, two, we're coming up with the two, flex two, we're coming up with two, flex, we are rapidly approaching the 200 episode, uh, episode of the podcast. So as teased before, we are going to do a special, a special for that episode. We decided to, we decided to go ahead and just do another, another, uh, another game draft episode like we did for episode 100 because Joe wasn't here for that first one. Um, and I was like, you know, we're going to get some people on the podcast who did not take part in the in the first one. So we have some, we have some, we have some tentative, we have some tentative coasts lined up, lined up right now. Um, I, um, as we get closer to close that episode and things get more finalized, you know, I will, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll start mentioning names and other things like that as well, too. Um, if we keep our current release schedule, I believe we're going to be, sort of like I believe we're going to be recording episode 200, uh, probably in, uh, October sometime. If I'm doing the math correctly, yeah, that's so, how I figured it. Uh, yeah, so stay, like, uh, like, so stay tuned for that. So, uh, yeah, yeah, and again, as always, thank you for listening to the podcast. I'll be very much appreciate it. Uh, Joe, as always, thank you again for joining me. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, uh, next time we're covering another, <laughs> we're covering another Japanese only game. Uh, this was a this game was suggested was suggested by a friend of the podcast. Um, is a Japanese, it's a Japanese only game called Astro Go Go, which is a, which is a racing game, uh, that looks very weird and very unique. So, yeah, uh, definitely. I'm not, I'm not spending time, time in this geek, uh, time in this game yet, Joe, like you. I have not tried this yet and I have never seen this game in my life, so it should be fun. Well, like I said before, like it was Japan only, so, but, right. um, you know. Which is a good reason for you. <laughs> uh, uh, even nowadays, we, even nowadays, we, uh, you know, you know, we don't hear a lot about those stuck in Japan games unless, unless it gets really like a cult classic. So. Yeah, very true. But anyways, always we appreciate you listening to the podcast. Stay safe, everybody. Be well. We'll catch you again next time. Later. Bye. Nintendo controls eighty percent of the video market, but no matter how you play the game or which game you play. 
things definitely have come a long way since Pac-Man. Now you're playing with power. Deep on power.